0: the mystery history podcast i'm allison i'm rachel welcome to episode 135 on oj simpson the nicole brown simpson murder trial yikes
1: yikes is right
0: everybody remembers the bronco scene right what year did this happen like 90 i think the bronco happened in 94 yeah 1994 okay
1: I was going to say 93.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That era. My stepdad actually was in California during this chase that happened. And he remembers it. He didn't get to see it, but he was in California where this occurred. Like, yeah. And people were lying in the streets, like saying, go OJ. It's like, no, stop. Lord.
1: (laughs) See, I don't really, I don't really know the ins and outs of this case or the trial or any of that i don't know why i just i guess i never was like interested enough to read anything about it and i wasn't very observant as a child um i guess (laughs) i just think it's really
0: interesting because he was so famous and he got away with it because
1: he's guilty right
0: i i think he is for sure he yeah yep. That's what I think. But isn't you tell that, me how you feel.
1: Well, and isn't that weird that he's been able to remain like so famous all this time well, after well, murdering somebody and getting away with it? That's strange.
0: Well, what I think is really ironic and we're kind of skipping ahead and we'll talk about this. And this is actually a two parter. So this first part, we're going to talk about OJ and like his early life, because I don't feel like a lot of people know. Some people do because of the football aspect of it. Um, and then. Um, where Nicole Brown enters the picture, what their relationship is like, and then in part two, we'll actually go through the murder itself, and then the trial. But what I find most interesting about this whole thing is that he didn't get in trouble for killing his wife, his ex-wife at the time, but he did get in trouble for kidnapping, assault, and armed robbery in 2008, and received 33 years in prison. Like, That's what's funny to me. And it was from trying to steal his own sports memorabilia. I forgot about that.
1: And I also don't think I realized he was in jail that long. Yeah.
0: Like he wasn't in jail (laughs) jail the 33 years, but he was in for a long time. And we'll talk more about that in part two. But that's that's asinine.
1: (laughs) Well, it came back around and got him a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean that's definitely karma, right? All over it. I mean, yeah, at least they got him somehow.
1: That's but anyway, so weird.
0: Before we get into yeah. his early life, we've got just a few things business wise. Um, Rachel and I are going to be taking a break from the podcast just for two weeks. Um, so next week we'll release the uh, OJ part two on the twentieth, and then the twenty seventh of March through April tenth. Um, it will be whenever we're releasing a new one, uh, so we'll be off for two weeks. April tenth, we will be releasing the murder of Bobby Kent. So say stay tuned for that. Yes. How many downloads do we have?
1: We have ninety nine thousand three hundred and eighty nine downloads currently.
0: Woo! That is almost ten thousand nope it is no it's, it's almost a hundred thousand
1: almost <laughs>
0: oh yes so we're so close to that a hundred thousand mark and once we hit it we will be doing a giveaway for some sort of awesome apparel shirt yeah 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 it will be great it is i'm excited and then of course you can always join our Patreon if you would like to listen to more episodes that we have, especially during our vacation mode. If you miss mm-hmm. us, you can join and um, there's a $2 tier or a $5 tier. You can go to patreon.com backslash mystery history podcast to join that.
1: Yes, you can. And like, right. share and subscribe, please. <laughs> oh, yes. We can't yeah. forget it. It wasn't in the notes, but she remembered. It wasn't. It's now ingrained on my brain
0: <laughs> forever. I got you off guard one time and now you know it every single time. It's no longer fun. Uh, all right. What? OJ's first name. Oh, yeah. Good luck. Um, Yeah. It's not, so a, what, not a common one. It really isn't. So why don't you go ahead and get us started with OJ's first name? Is it Orenthal? You got it. (laughs) Nailed it. Orenthal James
1: Simpson was born on July 9th, 1947 in San Francisco, California. His mother, Eunice, was a hospital administrator, and his father, Jimmy Lee Simpson, worked at the Federal Reserve Bank as a custodian. OJ had one brother named Melvin Leon Truman Simpson, one living sister, Shirley Simpson Baker, and one deceased sister, Carmelita Simpson Durio. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, and and really like once we get to like part or well at the end of this episode, when I have to list all the, the resources that I went to for this, holy cow. It was really hard to kind of piece together his early, his early life.
1: Family and life. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. OJ's father was a well known drag queen in the Bay Area.
0: Hey. Get it that's girl. That's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: His parents separated in 1952, and Simpson was primarily raised by his mother. Later in life, Jimmy came out as gay, and he died of AIDS in 1986. OJ's aunt helped name him Orenthal after a French actor she liked, and OJ didn't realize that was his birth name until around third grade. He had always been
0: called OJ. That makes two of us, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time that we've ran into somebody who didn't know that they were what their name was until like considerably older
1: yeah like did he never get in trouble like our son we always call him Gio but his name is Giovanni and he knows his name because he gets in trouble so he gets the full name well and I feel like Orenthal would be a good angry that's name. a good
0: one Orenthal James
1: right I like it
0: yeah so he didn't know Isn't as that a young age as a young child, O.J. developed rickets, and he had to wear braces on his legs until he was five years old. So picture Forrest Gump, he was running, and that sounds terrible. This gave him a bow-legged stance. They lived in the housing projects on Potrero Hill in San Francisco. O.J. joined a street gang called the Persian Warriors, which sounds Fancy. pretty cool.
1: Fancy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and in the early 60s was briefly jailed at the San Francisco Youth Guidance Center for fighting. But some say that it was actually for petty theft, not for fighting, but he was in a gang. So it could have been, I mean, any multitude of could things. Could go either way. <laughs> the Persian gang? Come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they fight and steal. <laughs> O.J. played football in high school for the Galileo Lions and graduated in 1965. His playing was mediocre, so he did not get many much interest in college recruiters. He enrolled at City College of San Francisco after his graduation from high school and played football as a running back and defensive back. He was named to the Junior College All-American team as a running back. City College won the Prune Bowl against Long Beach State, and many colleges now had their eye on him to transfer to their college to play football. Well, that escalated quickly.
0: The Prune Bowl?
1: The Prune Bowl.
0: That sounds disgusting.
1: That does sound disgusting. (laughs) But it's like, how did he go from being mediocre
0: to being... Amazing? Like, scouted in college? Because he was... A running back, I guess. I don't know. Maybe in the other teams that he played on, he wasn't in the right spot. I don't know. Yeah. huh? Interesting. So Sim- Simpson chose to attend University of Southern California, USC, over the University of Utah. So he got to choose. He played running back with the Trojans for head coach John McKay in 1967, where he led the nation in rushing yards. 1,543 yards and 13 touchdowns. That's pretty good. Yeah. As as a junior, he was a close runner-up in the Heisman Trophy balloting to quarterback Gary Bieben of UCLA. That year at the Victory Bell rival, rivalry gang between USC and UCLA, it was one of the greatest football games of the 20th century. Simpson ran. So say. <laughs> that's what they say. And this was at the time, which I don't know when this was written. Uh, uh, Simpson ran a 64-yard touchdown that tied the score, and the extra field goal gave them a score of 21-20, to letting them win the game. That is pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I don't know about the greatest football game of the 20th century. That's pretty, (laughs) I mean. It does say one of the greatest football games. It doesn't say one of how many
0: (laughs) That's true. There could be a hundred.
1: Yeah. So I'll buy it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He also, just to add to his ego, um, inspired Arnold Freiberg's oil painting called O.J. Simpson Breaks for Daylight, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool painting. Yes. All right. (laughs) Um, O.J. won the Walter Camp Award in 1967 and was a two time consensus All-American. So he was just the bee's knees back then.
1: The bee's knees. People are painting
0: pictures about him. Right. If anybody painted a picture about me, I would be.
1: I don't know how to take it. I'll paint a
0: picture about you. Okay. Make it a good one. (laughs) Not scary.
1: Scary. (laughs) OJ married his high school sweetheart, Marguerite Whitley, on June 24th, 1967, after three months of knowing each other yikes so this is like before the football stuff
0: this was so i tried to do it in kind of order here so this was yeah. during so during. he was yep so he was playing college ball in 1967 and then this kind of yeah that's he they got married, married in during June. that
1: same year so he was 19 and she was 18 the pair had three children together arnell simpson his oldest daughter was born in 1968 so again while all this football stuff is going down Mm -hmm. jason simpson born in 1970 and aaron simpson born in 1977 aaron drowned in the family pool at the age of two
0: yeah oh my gosh how tragic that would be uh, that's why i didn't want a pool is it but now I do because she can swim.
1: We couldn't. We <laughs> couldn't afford a pool, <laughs> and
0: I'm talking above ground.
1: Oh, they can't even hardly get into those. You just have to be kind of careful.
0: That's true. Lock the ladder.
1: Yeah, take the ladder out.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. never have a pool, so I won't know what that life's like. Um, you can get a OG. stock
1: tank pool like we have. I want a bunch tub. of hillbillies. We keep talking about
0: turning that into a hot tub. <laughs> I feel like that would be nice on the the old back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. OJ was also an aspiring track athlete. So not only does he want to be a football star, he wants to be top dog on the track field. He ran a sprint relay that broke the world record and the four by 110 yard relay, which I didn't even know was a thing at the NCAA Track Championship in Provo, Utah on June 17th, 1967. So that was right before his uh, he got married, like by a week. Yeah. What a high. Wow.
1: Yeah, he's like living it up right now. As a senior in 1968, he rushed uh, 1,709 yards with 22 touchdowns. And earned the Heisman Trophy, the Maxwell Award, and the Walter Camp Award. He held the record for the Heisman's largest margin of victory for 51 years.
0: Wow. So he's just winning all this stuff, having pictures painted about him, getting married, having babies. Yeah. Freaking world records. The only down thing that's happened is his poor kid. Right. And that even hasn't happened yet.
1: Because yeah, that was true. in
0: 1977. 79. Um, yeah 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 you're right so um in 1969 he was first pick in the pro draft for the buffalo bills and he spent nine seasons with them fans and players called him juice for the play on the name oj because they're clever and Mm -hmm. because he's energetic and he's like sunshine except when he's murdering people except then Nineteen
1: seventy-three.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then he's a big old cloud the rains. That's
1: right. Nineteen seventy-three. Um, he becomes the first NFL player to rush for two thousand or more yards in a season. So, yep. Whoop!
0: Just keep it on, keep it on,
1: living it up over there.
0: Yep. So now we're going to talk about this. Is where Nicole Brown enters the picture. Now let's remember he's married. Correct. Marguerite. Yeah, and
1: his son hasn't died yet.
0: Right. That is correct.
1: I'm just paying I'm just paying attention to that
0: in yeah, particular.
1: He- where <laughs> in his lifeline does this
0: happen? I feel
1: like that is a huge deal. Yes. So, so this I'm is paying- the- I'm just
0: paying attention. <laughs> well, this is the year that the-, the child was born, not the year they died. Yes. But yes. Right. So obviously he doesn't care about the birth of his child. Yeah, apparently not. So so OJ is traded from the Bills to the 49ers. He meets Nicole Brown while she was working as a waitress at a Beverly Hills private call club called the Daisy, which is the cutest name I've ever heard. Yeah, he was 30 and she was 18. Yikes. Mm -hmm. Who in this big football star. Yeah, she just graduated weeks before they met each other.
1: So she had just graduated high school, and this big football star is coming into the private club that she works at. Mm -hmm. Nicole Brown was a native of Frankfurt, West Germany. Her mother, Judith Ann Brown, was German, and her father, Louis Ezekiel Brown Jr., was also German, I'm
0: assuming. Was American, sorry. Yes, he was American, (laughs) even though he sounds German. He was American.
1: It's the Ezekiel (laughs) that threw me off. The couple had two
0: kids, Denise and Nicole, and
1: moved to Garden Grove, California when the girls were toddlers. They then had two more children, Dominique and Tanya. Nicole had little trouble fitting into the California life. She won Homecoming Princess at Dana Hills High School. After Nicole and OJ met, they fell in love with each other quickly. A month after they met, OJ moved Nicole in with him even though he was already married to Marguerite, who was pregnant with their daughter or son, Aaron, at the time. I think,
0: I think it's a daughter.
1: Okay. I don't know why I was assuming that Aaron was a boy. Well, because it's spelled like you spell boy, Aaron, I think.
0: Maybe. Now that you got me guessing, I thought... No,
1: but I definitely just assumed, because Aaron, girl Aaron, is usually with an E that's the double a errands i don't know if it i don't even know if that's true or just like from the errands i know girl Aaron is e
0: (laughs) yeah erin is boy (laughs) it's spelled a-e-r-e-n and she she was his daughter yeah okay all right so 1978 nicole starts keeping diaries her sister, Tanya, believes it's in order to tell a story in an event that something tragic would occur.
1: She already she, started doing that, right? I mean, this is not that long after they got together.
0: Yeah, like a year, if that. Yikes. She started the diary notating the first time she encountered abuse at the hands of OJ. She recounted that he punched and kicked her in their hotel room while um she was trying to escape for hours. So this is actually an excerpt from her journal in her handwriting. It says first time he beat me up after Louise and Mary anniversary party. It started on street corner of NYC fifth Avenue at about C. I don't know what that says. Mm-hmm. Threw me on the floor, hit me, Uh, kicked, pu- me. kicked me. We went to Sherry. God, I can't see. Netland? Yeah, Netland Hotel, where he continued to beat me for hours as I kept crawling for the door. Called my mother a whore. Um, to, supposed to call her and tell her that. <laughs> so she was supposed to call her mom and say, OJ thinks you're a whore.
1: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: So that was her excerpt from 1978, which is pretty sad, being fresh in their relationship
1: yeah and she's like a still very very young yeah 1979 simpson retires having rushed for 11,236 yards the second most in nfl history at the time and he and marguerite officially divorced so he wasn't even officially divorced when he started beating nicole up
0: right moving her in i mean yeah I think that they had been kind of on that by the stuff that I've read, they were kind of on the outs for a really long time, but then that that was just when it was finally finished is in 1979. But I don't think that it started that much earlier to where they were still married when Nicole came in.
1: I, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, she was pregnant with their kid Mm -hmm. when that started and like, I don't know. I better not be on the outs with you when I'm pregnant. It's not the time, brother.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like almost worse than any other time. I feel like for yeah. somebody to cheat, it's like you're carrying your yeah. kid around, like give her a break.
1: Yeah. And you're like, probably, I mean, some people really enjoy being pregnant, but you're probably not having a good time.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and then he goes, <laughs> your body like, has been hijacked. <laughs> well, and if anybody's ever seen any pictures of Nicole Brown Simpson, I mean, she was beautiful, blonde bombshell skinny mini just and she seemed you know i didn't know her but she seemed like she had a a nice
1: you know face
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. she had a nice face she seemed like she was just a nice person yeah so 1985 simpson is inducted into the pro football hall of fame and then he marries nicole brown which is not as fast as i would have thought it would have happened
1: Yeah, this is like six years later, so that was a while.
0: The ceremony is held at his home in the L.A. neighborhood of Brentwood. Later that year, they welcomed a daughter, Sydney.
1: In 1986, we have another journal entry from Nicole. The entry reads, Eric and Val Von Watts listened to music at my place on Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles. After we finished our drinks, we left. Simpson beat me up so bad at home, tore my blue sweater and blue socks completely off me, went to the hospital in Wilshire, pretended it was a bicycle accident.
0: So she's yikes. And I don't think that her when we might touch on this a little later, I I don't think that her family really knew of the abuse. I mean, there would be signs like bruises and things like that, but. It was never talked about. So she kept all of this to herself in this journal, which is so sad. Yeah, that is.
1: 1988.
0: So by now, OJ has become a household name because of his football stardom. Um, he appeared in lots of TV shows and commercials, and he'd been doing that since like the 60s. But now he received his first official role in the first Naked Gun crime comedy movies, which is probably his most popular one that he's known for. Um, During that time, Nicole and OJ have another child named James. Jason. (laughs) Are you even trying over there?
1: (laughs) They both start with James. (laughs) (laughs) It's Jason. Jason. (laughs) I was just making sure you were paying attention. (laughs) I'm here. I am. You know me. Another journal entry on January tenth of eighty eight says at the time Nicole was oh no, so this happened at the time that this happened, Nicole was two months pregnant with their son Justin. (laughs) Why does this say Justin? It's Jason. we're just going through all of the J names possible here. So didn't this, even, I didn't this type person this one. Messed up. <laughs> yeah, this is a picture of a journal entry, right? Like, Yeah. What? Um, So with their son, Justin, and Simpson demanded that she have an abortion and aimed a gun at her when she was two months pregnant. Oh, my gosh. Mm. In her diary, she wrote, OJ was drunk. He never let up. Get out of my fucking house, you fat-ass liar. I packed a few things together. He locked the door again. I buzzed. Do I really have to go tonight? Their daughter, Sydney's sleeping. It's late. Let me tell you how serious I am. I have a gun in my hand. Get the fuck out of here.
0: So he was not (sighs) a nice man.
1: No, and to have to go through that with children. Oh, yeah. That stresses me out so bad. Like, I have anxiety right now.
0: Especially being pregnant yeah. too, like if he's beating you up, like you try everything you to can to protect your that child.
1: Baby.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, i I don't notice, I, and this might not be the case, but I, I'm not. There wasn't a lot of information about like alcohol. If it was when he was drunk, it just seemed like he had a very angry temper like and
1: super temperamental. Yeah, bad and whenever demeanor. he got.
0: Yeah, when he got pissed, he just started smashing stuff.
1: I'm pretty sure that their son's name is Justin.
0: Yeah, I think so too now that you say it.
1: <laughs> Cuz in this this handwritten diary entry, it says Justin.
0: So Wait a second. Here, wait a second. So Jason. Definitely and not Justin. James. <laughs> huh. So he has two sons, one Jason and one Justin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, haha. When was Just, Justin born? Justin was born in 1988. Okay. Jason, and Jason
1: was born later.
0: Jason was born in 1970. So, okay. So I was wrong when I put Jason in 1988. It should be Justin, but he does have a son named Jason
1: with Marguerite. Correct. Correct. Sorry, guys.
0: There's We're so many all here J names.
1: Figuring it out.
0: We're detectives.
1: That's a stretch right now with the <laughs> situation we have going on.
0: I wasn't a detective at the time I wrote these notes, but now I'm feeling very detective y. <laughs> We're going to get through it. It out. All right. Your turn. Right. Here is another one of Nicole's entries from 1988. Um, they're in Hawaii. Gay man kissed Justin. OJ threw me against walls in our hotel and on the floor, put bruises on my arms and back. The window scarred me. Thought he had thrown me out. So I think also another piece of this is that I mean she came from Germany, right? She's essentially an immigrant. She was working at a wait as a waitress. Now she's with OJ Simpson, who is a cajillionaire there's a lifestyle there. She doesn't really have anywhere essentially to go. Now she's got kids. Um yeah. There's so there's a she, lot going on. Yeah, I think she kind of feels stuck here. Trapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And he's like a strong and powerful man.
0: Yeah, and scared too. And he's going to take her kids. I mean, she doesn't have a leg to stand on. I mean, Really? She doesn't have anywhere to go. I'm sure she drives a nice car. You know, that lifestyle to be able to... Honestly,
1: the fear of losing your children would be enough to keep you there, period. Yeah. Because he's the one with all the money and the power. And he could easily get custody of those kids, right?
0: Yeah. And I don't... I didn't read. And, you know, I wasn't very detective-y when I was doing these notes, obviously. But I didn't see anything about him at any point abusing the kids it was yeah. just her
1: so nicole is a devoted mother and did not hire a nanny to take care of her children even though oj's success allowed for it she would take the kids to all of their dance and karate lessons and would open her home to friends and family for holiday events and birthday parties she started a small interior decorating business which she enjoyed
0: Yeah, so I guess OJ, I read, was really did not want her to have a job because, like we talked about, that's his way to control control. her. So um, he did allow her to open up this small interior decorating business, and it did, I think, kind of help her get her footing.
1: Yeah, feel purpose outside of being a mother.
0: So friends and family close to Nicole say that OJ was unfaithful to Nicole during their marriage and was abusive. That shocks me not. Um, You know, obviously they found each other whenever he was married to somebody else. So, I mean, that's not out of the, the realm of possibilities. So they would notice, like I said before, that she would have bruises all over her body. Um, the worst one was January 1st, 1989 at a New Year's Eve party where OJ threatened to kill Nicole... Who then called 911. So apparently, she might not have talked to it to a whole lot of people, but she did call the cops a lot whenever this kind of stuff started. And this was actually her ninth 911 call that they had dispatched to the house to resolve a domestic dispute.
1: Yikes.
0: Yeah. Um, when they arrived, police saw Nicole had extensive bruising and scratching that actually required hospital treatment. So that's some pretty serious business um nicole pleaded with officers saying he's going to kill me he's going to kill me you never do anything about him you talk to him and then you leave so and and that would be tough because he's so famous and he seems like such a nice guy on the tv that they wouldn't do anything
1: that's not tough they should have done something Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) right So the next um, paragraph is a LAPD officer, John Edwards. He's recounting going to their house for this visit.
1: And he says, a woman came running out, a tall blonde woman, and she was yelling, he's going to kill me. I said, who? She said, OJ. I said, OJ Simpson. She said, you've been up here eight times already and you've done nothing about it. During his testimony at Simpson's trial, Edwards said that Nicole collapsed on me and was wet and shivering. She was cold and she was beat up. Nicole had a cut one inch on her left upper lip, a swollen right forehead, and her right eye was starting to blacken. Edwards told the jury, I could see on her face she had a mark like a hiking boot. She looked like she'd been kicked in the head. Holy sh.
0: He'll kick somebody so hard that the imprint of your boot is there. That is crazy.
1: Yeah. I look over my head and here comes OJ Simpson right to where the gate is. And he's yelling. I mean, screaming. I don't want you around here anymore. I got two women. I don't
0: want you around here anymore. Wow. Wow. So OJ was arrested for spousal battery that Good. he pled no contest to of course and was public uh, punished with community service probation and fines so is no that jail what time you get is that what you get for spousal battery for kicking somebody in the head with i mean boot? yeah i guess if you're a superstar i guess that's what happens to you which uh, is very unfortunate that's disgusting what? Because after all this occurred, later that year he was actually hired by NBC to co host its weekly NFL live pregame show. So they didn't give a care.
1: I, you know, doubt that's not how that would happen now.
0: No, oh no. If you do anything, yeah, Yeah. if you do anything, some of it's too much sometimes, I think, but
1: if you do anything,
0: you're screwed.
1: Yeah, some of it is too much. I will give that. But at the same time, we're not doing this
0: anymore. (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
1: February 1992, Nicole Brown Simpson files for divorce after seven years of marriage and after suffering years of abuse. Good for her. Yes. It becomes final October 15th, 1992. Nicole wrote a letter to OJ saying she wanted him back. Damn it, Nicole.
0: I know. I know. She almost had it.
1: <laughs> she she wrote, I want to put our family back together. I want our kids to grow up with their parents. I thought I'd be happy raising Sydney and Justin by myself since we didn't see too much of you anyway. I want to be with you. I want to love you and cherish you and make you smile. I want to wake up with you in the mornings and hold you at night. I want to hug and kiss you every day. I want us to be the way we used to be. For the past month, I've been looking at our wedding tape and our family movies, and I can see that we truly loved each other. She signed off with, I'll love you forever and always. That, I hate that.
0: I know. I know. And it it is sad (laughs) when a family ends, but dang, you got to try to do the best you can for yourself because if you're not there, you can't protect your kids, you know? It just, that sucks. And of course- those movies and things like that that she was watching was the happy times, you know, that's right, he was on camera.
1: Right. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not recording while he kicks your ass. So yeah. but yeah, that's just I mean, that is hard. That's sad.
0: That is. So she doesn't do too bad um when she comes out of the divorce. She gets a four hundred and thirty-three thousand dollar settlement. And she also gets ten thousand dollars a month for child support that's pretty good i mean i don't know what exactly their lifestyle was but yeah
1: but that's a lot she
0: she takes care of the kids and stuff so 10 grand i mean that's a lot of karate lessons
1: yeah a month though yeah whatever i'm just thinking whatever their lifestyle was before that's not the lifestyle they have now
0: probably but still pretty good (laughs) better than a lot of people get (laughs) that's right (laughs) um Nicole was enjoying her new life. She would cruise around Brentwood and her white Ferrari. So she's fine. She's yeah, fine. She okay. She remained devoted to her kids all through this. Uh, but she also liked to go out with her friends and dance. She became very paranoid that OJ was following her, even hiding in the bushes of her yard. She would tell her money, m- money, mother that she was scared and said, I go to the gas station and he's there. I'm driving and he's behind me. The couple attempted to reconcile their relationship by late spring 1994, but Brown told her friends that she was ending the on off again relationship that she was also contributing to
1: with that letter. That would be terrifying Mm -hmm. to like continually run into the same person or like see them following you and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: If anybody is hiding in my bushes. Oh, I'm coming out. <laughs> I, yeah. Like you're, <laughs> you're in trouble. I'm going to catch at, you. So, at minimum, I'm throwing my shoe at you. <laughs> right. Or a hot pot of water or something. Yeah. I don't know. Just,
1: I was just thinking about like pulling up to a gas station or something and then seeing him there and then seeing him following you in the car. But yeah, I know if you're hiding in the bushes, I'm coming for you.
0: <laughs> that, that in itself, I think is the most terrifying is high somebody hiding in your bushes obviously trying to spy on you you know what you're doing in your house like yeah it's
1: i don't like creepy. That. no no good on october 25th 1993 nicole dialed 911 yet again telling the dispatcher he's back when told to stay on the line nicole says i don't want to stay on the line he's going to beat the shit out of me According to Nicole's close friend, Robin Greer, Simpson had become very jealous that she had seen other men while they were apart.
0: Mm. Because he was Get hiding in her it. bushes.
1: Yeah, spying on her. Get over it, dude. On the 911 call, Nicole can be heard saying, OJ, the kids are sleeping. Simpson shouts back, you didn't give a fuck about the kids when you were sucking his dick in the living room.
0: Damn. Yikes. Yikes. So he's obviously how do you know
1: she's sucking dick in the living room, weirdo? Get out of the bushes.
0: Right. Well, and the problem is is that it's very important to note that their houses. So she lives in a condo and he still lives in his house that they lived in together. And they are very close together. Like
1: why would a she block. get a condo near him?
0: I would assume because of the kids, but yeah. Ugh. And and For and sakes. that's why I guess it's not so weird that if she was going to the gas station, he was there, or you know, driving. I she guess sees him on her. the road. Yeah, yeah. Huh.
1: I don't like it.
0: Okay, so that is the first part of a two-part on OJ and Nicole Brown Simpson. So next week we'll talk about. Spoiler alert, the murder. And then kind of go into the trial stuff, which is crazy. And the Bronco chase and all that good stuff. That's so good. for my for my sources, I have like a billion of them. Um, I'm just going to read the the main link there. So I went to Wiki, Vulture, Vogue, Nick is Swift, Denver Post, Biographypedia.org, Sportscasting, Um, Daily Mail, Radar Online, AP News, and FamousTrials.com. Very nice. Very nice. So we hope you enjoyed episode 135 on OJ and the Nicole Brown Simpson murder trial. And we'll see you next week for part two. Bye. Bye.